Second and Goal Fantasy Podcast. I'm Calvin, your host, with you as always. And in today's show, I'll be reacting to week 11 of fantasy football in 2022 and previewing the week 12 waiver wire, which just like last week actually has a lot of interesting, good waiver wire pickups who can really help your fantasy teams as we get close to the playoffs. It's been a pretty weak waiver wire so far this year in general, but these last couple weeks have really been pretty stacked. And so there are plenty of guys who are available in 60% or more of ESPN leagues prior to Monday Night Football that you can go pick up on your roster. So a couple of announcements for this week. And this week, it's a really exciting one because this episode is episode 175. So it's pretty incredible. Once again, that we've made it so far. Feels like just yesterday that like we were recording episode 100 and really not far long ago that episode one came out in March of 2020. But it has been a long time. So thank you all for tuning in. If you've been a listener since day one, much appreciated. If you're just hopping on now, good to have you. And my goal here is to give you top fantasy football advice that is useful and actionable for free. And so if you're here, hopefully you've subscribed. Um, I would highly encourage you to. It would be much appreciated. Leave a review. All of that is appreciated. And all of that helps the show. So if you enjoy the show and you want to help the show, that's the way you can do it. Follow on Twitter at Calvin underscore SGF as well at SGF pod for the podcast. Also, the Thanksgiving episode comes out this Thursday, and that is probably a top three most fun episode of the year. Each year we do it. And so this has actually been like the third annual, this is going to be the third annual Thanksgiving episode on the podcast and actually the fourth annual, if you count a practice episode I did before the podcast was released a while back. So Thanksgiving episode always comes with a lot. It comes with game previews. The three games will be Bills and Lions, Giants and Cowboys and Patriots and Vikings on Thursday. So we'll preview all the games, player food comps, Maybe like ranking favorite Thanksgiving foods again, something along those lines, something to get the Thanksgiving theme in there. And of course, that iconic turkey gobble sound effect that is unique only to this show. And that really doesn't go with the beat of our intro at all, but it's tradition that we use it. And so on Thursday, you will hear that sound effect on the intro. So Thanksgiving episode, and you can enjoy that while you eat some good food. And while you celebrate Thanksgiving and at least watch some football, because that's what we're all here for. It's fantasy football podcast. We know we're all football fans around here. So let's talk week 11 and week 12. We got news, some injuries to talk about reactions and then waiver wire. That'll be the show. So let's get into it with some news. We're looking at injuries. We're looking at week 11, notable injuries, injuries from Sunday's games. First, Kyle Pitts suffered a knee injury. He is on IR. So the Kyle Pitts truthers finally get an end to their misery with simply more misery. And with Pitts now gone, I mean, Parker Hess is, I guess, the next man up. But it seems like no Falcons tight ends are really usable at this moment. If someone as talented as Pitts really wasn't being productive the whole season, don't see any reason to use any other guys until we see otherwise. So you probably don't have to worry about it. But if you're a Pitts owner, obviously you're looking for another tight end. Joe Mixon had a concussion. Hopefully he's back soon. If not, take a look at the waiver wire, of course, because, of course, you're going to need to replace him somehow. Um, So, again, concussion did not return. Justin Fields hurt his shoulder uncertain looks like for next week at this point um Clyde Edwards Hilaire got an injury Kadarius Tony oh man another hamstring injury for Kadarius Tony seems like the latest victim to the hamstring lingering issues that some wide receivers have and this is really derailing his season and then Mike Williams 
didn't actually play for the Chargers. So maybe we'll see him back. He's been out for quite a bit now. There's just been like a ton of injuries, though, in general. Um, Matthew Stafford, concussion, didn't return. Got to keep an eye on that. And so that'll hurt the offenses. He's gone. Wandell Robinson's out for the year with a torn ACL. So we'll talk about a replacement for him in waiver wire in just a bit. And then finally, this isn't an injury, but Melvin Gordon actually just on Monday got cut from the Broncos. So it will be Latavius Murray season over there in Denver. So that's the injuries. A lot of them this week, but let's look at reactions. These are the PPR scoring leaders in the busts from week 11 in fantasy football prior to Monday night football. The QB one on the week was Patrick Mahomes played a good game against the Chargers as expected. Joe Burrow also did well, should be locked in your lineup. Interestingly, Jacoby Brissett had a good game in a game where he needed to throw a lot against the Bills. And so he actually put up some points, not really reliable starter going forward, but that's um, interesting to monitor, of course. Busts, uh, if you were starting Zach Wilson, we're unfortunate enough to do that, which you probably shouldn't have been. He really did not do anything for you. Kirk Cousins was really the biggest bust of the week, along with Jimmy Garoppolo. Hopefully, I mean, Cousins should bounce back. That 40-3 to game seems like an anomaly, but just an absolutely brutal week if you started him. Josh Allen was more disappointing than usual, but expect him to get back on track as well. Running backs, the RB1 on the week, despite Zeke coming back, was Tony Pollard. And we actually saw Zeke get involved. He had like, I think he also had two touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he did have two touchdowns. So all Dallas RBs were great, and it's expected when you're up by that much. By the way, now that the Cowboys beat the Vikings 40-3, to the Vikings are 8-2, and but with a minus two-point differential on the season, as in they've scored less points than their opponents combined, just because of that one game and all the one-score games they've won, which is pretty incredible. But Pollard actually got his stuff through the air, 109 yards, two scores on six catches. He looked great. And so, like, honestly, Pollard is a guy who I haven't been very high on in the past. But as long as Zeke's going to be limited with this knee injury, he is an interesting flex play week to week. Samaje Pirine, I guess, took advantage of Joe Mixon being out. So he's on the waiver wire as well. He should be picked up. I actually don't have him written on this waiver wire list, but he'd probably be like my number two pickup option because Joe Mixon's uncertain for next week, or maybe my number three, just because Mixon might come back. But Pirine had three touchdowns through the air. Najee Harris finally got back on track with a couple touchdowns. Derrick Henry was good as well. And then Jamal Williams keeps swiping DeAndre Swift's touchdowns. Smith Swift actually saved himself with a touchdown of his own, which was pretty crazy. And again, I still expect Swift to get back on track, and I still think he's a good buy low. But man, Williams with some red zone opportunities looks like a good play the rest of the season as well. Busts, Damian Pierce, the Texans were really just shut down by this commander's defense. Pierce just had eight yards on the ground. It was a brutal day for him. James Conner, just nothing doing on the ground as well. Like, I mean, or actually, oh, no, I'm stupid. Never mind. This is, I, I do, I feel like I do this once every few episodes where I accidentally look at the Monday night game and say, oh, this guy busted. But so far, I'm recording this just after the game started and James Conner hasn't done super well yet, but the game just started. So maybe he popped off. I don't really know. But again, I messed that up looking at the leaders here. Those are your RBs. And now let's look at the wide receivers. First on the list, Devontae Adams. He has had a hot stretch as of late. He has finally returned to what he used to be, which is an elite wide receiver. So if you have him on your team, he's a hold. Uh, he's probably no buy low window. That buy low window has slammed shut. Amari Cooper is the wide receiver too. 
on the week, two touchdowns. Josh Palmer taking advantage again with some Chargers wide receiver injuries, becoming the wide receiver three. And I mean, Josh Palmer looks pretty solid. So a guy to watch out for going forward. T Higgins went off. Demarcus Robinson also had a weirdly good game. It's probably too early to trust that yet, but he did really well, despite the Ravens not having a ton of offense. Chris Olave finally took advantage of all those targets by going crazy. And Christian Watson with some more touchdowns, just to spite me after I dropped him in all my leagues in redraft, getting two more touchdowns. Pick him up, of course. And then Wandale Robinson went crazy. But the thing about Wandale Robinson is that now he's now hurt. Busts. Justin Jefferson. Not something you say often. You don't usually hear busts and Justin Jefferson in the same sentence. But the Vikings were just generally a bust. It was an anomaly for this week, I would say, for sure. Other than that, DJ Moore didn't do much. Deontay Johnson still can't convert expected fantasy points into actual fantasy points. Adam Thielen, not much. Again, that's a Vikings thing at this point. Now let's move to tight ends. Tight end one of the week, Travis Kelsey, familiar site. He scored more than almost double what Austin Hooper, the tight end two scored. He put up three touchdowns over hundred yards, lock him in Austin Hooper, an interesting pickup, probably not worth a start at this point, but he did get a couple touchdowns against green Bay. Pat Fryermuth got eight for 79. So again, he's, he's been having a pretty solid year. Dawson Knox did actually better than usual. And Juwan Johnson keeps finding his way into the end zone over and over and over again, somehow. Busts, Robert Tunyon just had two catches. He's had a kind of a quiet stretch, so he's probably not too consistent of a start going forward. Other than that, you know, the tight ends just being their usual inconsistent selves. So that wraps up the leaders and the busts for this week. So let's look into waiver wire before we ramp up this episode. These guys are rostered in 40% of ES- or less of ESPN leagues prior to Monday Night Football, and I realized Samaj P. Ryan should be on this list as well. Think of him as the number three guy, so I'll just say him as number three, and they'll be a top six. Latavius Murray got 17 carries last week. Now that Melvin Gordon's gone, he's the top back in Denver, and if there's a starting running back sitting on the waiver wire, he's usually the top pickup of the week, so go grab him. Traylon Burks, finally! He's been on my waiver wire list for weeks. He's been the subject of my bold takes all preseason and putting up a massive seven catch for 18 yard game he should be rostered in every league so go scour the wire and find him because he will be huge for your playoff push going forward Darius Slayton actually the or actually excuse me Pirine would be the number three because of course Mixon's uncertain he might get some work but Slayton now the number four guy on the waiver wire keeps finding the end zone and making big plays and he was good before Wandale Robinson went out but now arguably Darius Slayton's the top wide receiver on the team for fantasy for the moment with Robinson out for the year Donovan Peoples-Jones just continues to produce with Jacoby Brissett he hasn't even really been scoring very many touchdowns and yet just like continues to get enough catches and yards to make himself worth it and then Juwan Johnson if you need some help at tight ends he seems to be a guaranteed touchdown at this point um obviously there's no such thing as that though so don't count on that but he's picked up the end zone like three games in a row and gotten enough targets to where he's worth it as a risky option so that wraps up the show. Thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to follow on Twitter at Calvin underscore SGF and at SGF pod. Second goal fantasy at gmail.com is where you can send your fantasy questions as well as the Twitters. I'll have my start sit thread back up this week. Again, as I announced on the podcast last week, I was doing a lot of stuff for a debate tournament and just had no time to do that this week. But that's an anomaly. Almost always, I have a start sit thread on Twitter where I'll answer all your start sit fantasy questions on Sunday. So that's going to be fun. And guys, don't miss it. The Thanksgiving episode coming up on Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you all will have a good Thanksgiving. But that episode drops first thing in the morning, like 3 a.m., like all of the other episodes do, because I always want them out like on the day. So 3 a.m. Eastern, 12 a.m. Pacific. And you can wake up. And that's how you start your Thanksgiving day with a preview of the matchups and for fantasy football, a preview of the week as a whole. So 
happy Thanksgiving. I hope you all spend it in a good way, whatever that means to you. I hope you all watch a lot of football as well, because that's what I'll be doing. And that's always fun. So that always makes Thanksgiving more enjoyable is watching football on TV. There's three games to see and a lot of action coming up and you won't want to miss next episode. So thank you for listening to episode 175. I'll see you next time.